You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Lancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose and if you ever saw it you would even say All right, Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1 worldwide and then uh, IRLoneStar.com and Facebook on Morning's Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Good morning everybody. Hope everyone's doing okay. We're broadcasting live from the LSCR studios, and this is going to be our last show for the year. We've had a kind of like a scramble around our schedule this week trying to meet each other, but uh, it, since it is the holidays and we both have major things going on, it's, so, it's Dick, hard. So, what's Dick, what's your major thing? I'm getting married next week, so what? I'll be gone. No. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I uh, booked myself along on the honeymoon. I thought... You'd be lonely. That's not bad. So we do live broadcast not from your honeymoon idea. suite. Not a bad idea. Top of a houseboat. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we are here. And uh, just to let people know who our partners are for today's show, we got Beanpunk Coffee in Montgomery County in Conroe, and then uh, C3 Creative Content Creations and Clean Sweep Office Clean. Thank you for being partners with the show and helping the show continue. Uh, just to kind of let everyone know, we do actually, we're supposed to have a guest tomorrow. So we got to figure that out, by the way, when you told me right now that you can't make it tomorrow. Who's our guest? We have uh, Briggs Boggs. Oh, Terrence Boggs. So, Terrence, if you're li- Terry, if you're listening, um, I've got a medical thing tomorrow that uh, will keep me out, out of the studio. So unless we find a replacement for me, we may have to bump you off till first part of the year. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so now we are here for the show. And don't forget we're on Facebook Live, so you can message us. I'm watching both channels on Lone Star Community Radio and Mornings of Lone Star. Uh, outside of that, let's go on with the show. So, how are things going with you? I haven't seen you in a while. I know. I've missed you. It's been kind of <clears throat> wackadoodle here. Got a lot of allergies and stuff going around. I'm uh, rehearsing for a show, and it is a four-person show. Yeah, plus a director, and I am the last person standing. Everyone else is down with whatever this crud is. Yeah. The director is recovering from pneumonia, so she's directing like this. And uh, there were two of us. That's funny. So half the cast Not was funny, down. There were two of us who were holding out, and then she came in last night and couldn't even move. She just Did you already go through yours? I don't know. I've been low grade like with this yeah, for a for while like, now. Yeah, for like but I was like for like three weeks. I haven't been hit yet, so I'm the last person standing. I don't know if it's gonna be, uh, if it's gonna hit me or if I've dodged this bullet. But I am like purelling and and Lysoling myself. I'm just like bathing in Lysol. So fingers crossed. Fair enough. Yeah. What about you? You getting ready for the big day? Yeah, we just been doing all the the fine details and then. Uh, <laughs> meetings and all that kind of stuff and it's kind of what's weird i miss the radio i feel like i'm never here anymore well it'll it'll everything will settle down as soon as you're 
married. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, nothing will get in the way. Hopefully. Yeah, so we should be back on the uh, 7th. That should be our next show. All right, well, let's wrap it up. All the 7th, right, I'm just thinking the 7th. Wow. I, wow, that's when we're coming back. Yeah. So, but, by the way, I uh, ran into Jay Stittleberg yesterday. Oh, yeah? What's he up to? Uh, about six foot two, I think. Okay. So he didn't shrink? No, he didn't shrink. That's good. He is walking tall after his uh, uh, defeat in a uh, county judge race. However, he's still neck deep in the community, and he said he's going to be booking some time to uh, hang with us at the beginning of the year. And Mark Cook, also yesterday, Green Zone Housing, uh, they got a new build coming on with this uh, veteran and his grandfather. The grandfather's yeah. a World War II veteran. And uh, so we're going to get the veteran on when we get back on oh, the air fantastic. early next year. So we got some people that are lining up. If you want to uh, book yourself on us, uh, let us know. Call the message line, uh, 832. Oh, oh, my gosh, it's been so long since I said it. 832-936. Wait, no. <laughs> Oh, great. 936-647-3776. That's it. It's, it's over there on top of the screen if you're watching on Facebook. Oh, okay. There we go. 936-647-3776. I'm reading it backwards on our window. Uh, or uh, go to IRLoneStar.com slash Mills Booking. That's M-W-L-S Booking. Yeah. And there you go. Or call Dick on his private cell phone number, area code 911-423-6123. That's not a real number. But sure. uh, well, let's, get past let's, the nine one one and see. We what haven't happens. seen each other, so let's talk about some neat news headlines. I know there's a lot of things going on because everyone's getting ready for Christmas and uh the travel and all that kind of stuff. And uh, one thing I wanted to kind of rewind, if you remember we were talking about whiskey and how we can synthesize it in the future and how you to where can it age tastes it. like eighty year old so, whiskey, but it's only a few hours old. Uh-huh. So apparently to the to BBC is the third of rare third of rare scotches whiskeys found are tested out to be fake no way so there you go are there any big names with that uh they didn't really say they just said they're that i mean it's one of those arbitrary studies and it's like these are this is what we found over here in the uk uh 21 out of 55 bottles of rare scotch that deemed to be outright fakes uh so that's pretty crazy i think that was part of a uh auction and so pretty soon the president's gonna be tweeting about fake booze. Yeah, see what they're, they're fake booze. Not so news, they're they're, booze. At, they're estimating around forty one million pounds worth of rare whiskey on the secondary market, which is you know your neighbor and whatever uh, are fake. Wow, I'm so. also staggered that the media is now using um, solid measurements for liquid uh, mass. It's not a pound of liquid. It's you, know, you use no, a it's gallon or oh, the pound of money. Oh, the, oh, it's ster- pound sterling. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes Get a little bit it. more sense. I'm sorry. It's a little, I need some more Shoot. Conroe coffee in me. It makes a little more sense did, now. Did you see that report of, um, you know, when that that shooting happened at Sandy? Is it Sandy Hook? Where's Sandy where, Hook? Where was the school? Well, unfortunately, there's more than one Sandy Hook, though. That was Sandy Hook. That uh, was the bigger one. Though, yeah, that was the one where David Hogg, the yeah, young yeah. kid, is trying so, to. So, if you didn't know the. Officer, one of the officers was being sued for not going in. It's probably the one who and was they, eviscerated. They, they finally the judged on it. Mm-hmm. And you know what the judgment was? I do not know. That police officers do not have a duty to, to basically do that. They don't have to go in and stop. All their duty is to arrest. 
Isn't that crazy? It's crazy, but, but it's normal. It's normal. Like apparently, there's a lot of cases just like that. Well, think about it. Let's say, for instance, because remember the law, you can't pick and choose. If you if you establish it as a law, then there are basically no exceptions. Let's say there is a hostage situation. You know, well, so someone's yeah. taking ten hostages in a bank. If the law says, if they deem that the law is you got a cop has to run it, then there is no negotiation. There is no setting up a perimeter trying to talk them down. You have to rush in and with guns blazing. Yeah. So I think the guy, uh, if this is a, the law enforcement officer that, that I think it is. That stayed I, in his car, basically. My personal feelings towards him. Well, I mean, he'll get fired just because of bad publicity. Right. But no, what's funny, though, is a lot of lawyers, I was reading little comments and everything, and so lawyers are basically looking at this as a law, and they think it should be interpreted differently because it's for children. Because apparently there's laws that take liberties differently when it comes into the endangerment of children. I don't disagree with that, but okay, let's say bad guys take, let's say it's Die Hard 12 and, and the terrorists take over a daycare. Do you go running and guns blazing, or do you set up a perimeter and try and talk them out and try and get the kids out? It's dangerous but, to set that as the We're law. also talking about a different scenario because this person wasn't going in there. It's not a case by case. So, If the law is that a cop has to go into a, a dangerous situation immediately without... Which, yeah, but that's but it's immediately. That's not... When a hostage situation is established, then there's different protocols. How do they... But with so the Cindy first, Hook, how would they not have known it was a going to be a hostage situation? They heard gunshots. Yeah, and then they go in. And then when the first officer dies because he gets shot, they're like, oh, this isn't a hostage situation. This is a school shooting. So we got to wait for a cop to die? Yeah, before, pretty much. Okay, or we can I mean, just someone, not make it a law. Someone's got to die, dude. Someone's got to die. We can, just, <laughs> we can just make it not a law. And or you can do what Brazil does. What do they do? They just shoot him in the face. There you go. Have you ever seen that video of that guy literally having a baby with a knife hostage? And, like, the, the police surround him, like, trying to talk him down, and one officer just slips in and just points his gun, like, right here and just shoots him in the head? There you go. And they go, what about the child falling and the child falling on a knife? And, like, nothing happened, so. Next up on Mornings with Lone Star, the nights the reindeer died. Yeah. <laughs> Dick and Skippy discuss the carnage at the North Pole. Well, no, it's always laugh when people talk about lo- po- po- politics here, and I'm like, have we never really looked at other countries and what they're doing? And, like, what's an example? Because we have to base everything off of, like, previous examples. Well, it's really dangerous to, to compare ourselves to other countries. Now, I'm a fan of, you know, China for all of its bad stuff. You know, when someone is executed on a capital crime, there's one bullet to the head, and then the survivors are, are charged the cost of the bullet. Yeah, because Facebook would be kind of... Their whole team would be slaughtered for all the the misuse of their information. We've been seeing this stuff, what they've yeah. been doing. It's kind of crazy. But then again, it doesn't like... It's like collusion. Well, it's not even that. It's more of we all signed the terms of agreement. So it's kind of like, all right, terms of service, I mean. So it's kind of like we knew it was going to happen. Yeah, it's on us. Who reads them? I mean, seriously. Well, that's the thing. The legalese, it's literally 30, 40 pages of that. So you just, I just want to get on Facebook. And what's so you strange click, to me, well, what's strange about it, though, is in a world of today and the access of information, like what's the need to be secretive about it? In what context? Well, it's kind of like, let's see, like say like Google, like we give them our information. What's wrong with them telling us, oh, hey, we're going to take this information and try to create a better user experience. And that includes all these things that, because I've noticed that. Because people start asking questions and they'll say, oh, thanks, no thanks. It's it's the same concept of a car Well, it's not like they got caught Handing, selling this information under the table for devious reasons. Mm-hmm. They basically just got caught sharing information with other platforms that use this information for 
you know, for better user better user experiences. It's like, why do you think Netflix really cares about your private messages? For them, well, here's the thing. They, they say... And I also think this is a technical thing. I don't think this is an actual, like, a deliberate thing. Right. I think technically well, they could Netflix couldn't. taking on your, your personal messages, that's pretty much for them to say, well, that way we can personalize your experience. Well, it's However... Kind of, it's kind of like your IT guy. Your IT guy has access to every single thing you ever do on that computer. But most people don't want to know that. So... And the thing is, it's comparable to you go to a so car dealer you, and they don't want you to so leave without to, buying the car. So to give you an idea how scary this is at home, is I, I gave a laptop to Holly. Because mm -hmm. she does everything on you her phone. spyware on it? No, no, no. She, she does everything on her phone. Like okay. her taxes, her emails. So when I get an email that's like one garbage paragraph, I'm like, where are your spaces? Like, where are your paragraphs? It's just like, oh, I did it on my phone. Sorry. And I'm like, well, here, I got you a laptop. Now you can, like, do your work and do all your stuff on this. Well, then she apparently had her bridles on it, and it occurred to her that I could be spying on her. So she freaked. She's like, are you are you getting on this computer? Are you seeing my bridles? And I'm like, why would I get on your computer? Why do I care? What are the bridles? I've been married like, four times. I don't know what that means. They, they, like, pictures of, of her wedding dress. Oh, her, oh her wedding okay. Dress. And so she did not want me to see them. I'm like, okay, well, why would I get on your computer in the first place? He's like, I, know, I don't know. Like, I know you know how to do that stuff. You've done it before for me to help me, like, reset things. I can remote into my computers. And I was like, well, I guess I can, but I'm not going to. And then she literally, like, thought hiding the computer from me would help her. <laughs> and I was like, are you, are, what are we dealing with here, guys? Are you that scared with all your info? Well, privacy is a big deal. Well, I mean, like, even with Facebook, though. Like, do you feel misled by Facebook? After these announcements? Misled, no. I mean, I guess what the only thing that I saw scary was that I was telling you about the 2012 political campaign of Obama taking all the Facebook stuff and basically preventing any other party to access it mm -hmm. for basically for advertising reasons. Right. And like, to me, that's like, okay, it's weaponized data kind of thing. Exactly. But, like, I, you hit it. Once it once my data is used against me somehow. But, I mean, when you have, like, one of the top CEO, CEOs or top developers of Google on the party campaign for Hillary Clinton, you're kind of like, okay, so clearly there's going to be some misuse of information here because it's not there's no rules for it. So they're going to be like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can turn it off for other people. Yeah. You know, when they search Hillary Clinton, hey, I can tell to look up this thing. And if it says Donald Trump, you know, show an orange orange person. You know, like, <laughs> but see, that's, that to me is fine. Because I find, I find that kind of entertaining. Because the, the power always shifts. Sometimes it takes longer, but sometimes. Well, that's what's dangerous right now. <clears throat> it's with so many legal challenges on a daily basis against the current administration because it's this current administration the lawsuits about the the border wall for instance where there you know video out there of chuck schumer nancy pelosi barack obama hillary clinton all saying there needs to be a wall but now that it's the current president says it there are lawsuits against it yeah well when you when you sue against a, an entity that's where the danger is, because one day the power is going to shift. As you just said, there's going to be a Democrat back in the White House, and those laws, if they were passed, are going to be in effect, stymieing them, so they're going to spend the whole time trying to undo those laws. So, interesting. Well, it's almost like we pass on that business as usual where they can just be untangling the, the Christmas light cord, and we can focus on more important things.
Yes. If I would, that's what I would do. I'd create the Christmas entanglement. Go, here you go, dude. Have fun with that. Untangle it like the bunched up like, Christmas do, do, lights you find in yeah. your closet. Like, there you go. You you, you do that. I'm going to actually do stuff. <laughs> You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Morning's Lone Star. We'll be right back. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look at the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Five's Smooth Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Soul, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B and, of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As they shot it out with glee, 
Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer You'll go down in history All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. It is 928. Hanging out in the studio with my buddy Skippy. This is going to be our last show for the year. Sorry, folks. But uh, we're all, we're sitting there talking about the Facebook announcement where they kind of shared all our information, which is no surprise. I think the uh, the scary one out of the other report I saw, I, I wanted to tell you about this, but apparently Alexa had a loophole, and someone took advantage of it where they were able to snoop on other Alexa users. And the way the guy designed it was it didn't notify the other users somebody was calling or somebody was it's listening. It's the drop-in. I told you about... Yeah, I, I told you about your, your mother. Right. But they way, this way this guy did it where he could just click a button on his computer and it's done. So, like, <laughs> imagine, like, you know, being above, the you know, in the attic listening to everybody. That's what this guy could do. Well, I, I have an Alexa and myself. They call, they call it an air, too, by the way. Yeah, I have an Echo myself. And you'd have to be kind of mentally deficient like intelligence wise to not know that it can be hacked and and used against you again i'm going in there wide open that's why i'm, I'm kind of more laid back with I'm, I'm not blown away with what facebook's doing you know with sharing information because like nonprofits do that all the time i've been having to help my mom uh my my folks <clears throat> were big in donations you know to nonprofit various nonprofits yeah. Well, you know, you, you send a donation to a nonprofit. They put that on, on on a list. They sell that list to other nonprofits. So the way you get like... Oh, I believe it. And, you got to make some money, man. And so after the passing of my dad earlier, you know, we don't want as many of these coming in, especially under his name. And I've been calling and calling and because she tried sending them yeah. back, saying, Daddy, not here. And then I call them. Oh, it takes up to three months to do that. It's like, no, seriously. Open up your Excel spreadsheet. Delete the delete that name, period. And it's so, not hard. It's not, but they make it as hard as possible because they don't want to get rid of that because it's a, it's a lucrative business for them. That's how they get more money on. Yeah. So well, for I mean, Facebook to do something like that, my only issue is when they weapon, as you said earlier, when they weaponize it, when something is using. Oh, well, he's a conservative fiscally, so we're we're not going to let him. I mean, I believe I mean, that this. stuff. Uh, that stuff happens, but one thing too that's that needs to be understood is I think today people society would be okay with you telling them telling us what they're doing. Exactly. I mean, I know that you'd be afraid to do that because you're in the stock world and stuff like that, and you don't want to, like, really be misunderstood because it's easy. It's, I think that's why a lot of people just are told not to say anything because it's so easy to be misunderstood. The more— and But, like, then again, if you're a huge company like a Android or Google or whatever, and it's like, oh, hey, we're going to take this information and share it with other apps and things like that because—but— also, the technology, it requires that. So similar to what we're saying about Facebook, I think the reason Facebook was doing that because that was the only way for the program exchange to work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, no, Netflix is personally requesting we get to look at all of these messages. I think it's just the way the infrastructure, the actual date, like the, the structure of the program, you can't send this information without sending everything. And it just happened to be a byproduct of what the agreement was. Right. But then again, like, again, that's when you get all the information. You get all, like, we always kind of ponder about direct messages that are sent to Donald Trump and how crazy those have got to be. Because, you know, people send him direct messages because they're pissed or, mm-hmm. you know, those things like that. But uh, but the Alexa thing, that's where it gets to the next level. 
because what's going to happen with that is that technology now could be paralleled to something that could be really bad. Mm -hmm. So it's already available. People are using it. We're they're working on different ways to make it better. Oh, we can ship things to you. Like one thing I didn't really understand about the Alexa deal. Why do they used to do it like this? Is you know, forty years ago, you had the intercoms in your houses. Mm -hmm. So just have a button in your house that you push, so it activates everything. But like, hey, can you do this for me, please? Thank you. Or you can even have it on your phone. Like it, that way, it doesn't always have to listen, and you feel comfortable about. That's the one thing for a, a Google Home or an Alexa or an Echo or whatever. It's the whole hands free. You don't have to push the button anymore, and people go for that convenience that opens themselves up. No. They then of course they get shocked. That this thing's listening to me all the you, time. You've it's seen the ad <clears throat> for the uh, Google, the Google deal, right? Which one for Macaulay Culkin's thing? Oh, I heard that he kind of redoes the his he, Home Alone. Yeah, it's really it's a clever way of advertising what you can do with Google Home. But it's one again, like if you're a real tech guy, it's some you can do some of the coolest stuff with Google Home and our you know Alexa and stuff like that. But then on top of it, it's like you're being part of the program that's going to destroy. Mankind. Skynet. Do you think Skynet's uh, going to be Google based or Alexa based? No, I think it's going to be AI based. I think it's going to take. It's going to take from all of those things. But see, it starts off not being AI. That's the whole thing. It becomes self aware. Remember the Terminator says on, yeah, but on then August like, birthday that becomes self aware. Yeah. And so maybe all the Alexas. Are maybe get the together. new new Jesus will be AI. We don't know. That would be. There's a cool I, there's a cool movie plot for you, Hollywood. I was about to say, if that's not a movie, it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Clone Jesus. What you could do is you could make, do it Muhammad because no one sees him because you're not allowed to show him. So that would be a really clever way of doing it, right? Am I right? Yes, you're you're right. I never you know what's funny is they made a movie over uh in the Middle East about with about Muhammad, but it's from first person. Oh, that's really, clever. I really wanted to see it. That's clever. Like, it's full-on POV, and right? I, I haven't been able to find a copy of it because I'm interested in seeing you know, movies like that. And uh, But, yeah. Speaking of movies, you know, a movie I, I saw that I really enjoyed? I think we talked about Ready Player One. Mm -hmm. But I've been watching uh, – it's not really a movie. I've been watch, I watched Narcos on Netflix. That's a Netflix series. Yeah, okay. Is it like The Wire or something? Or? Yeah, it's very similar. It's uh, It shows you both sides of uh, the Narcos world. Uh, meaning drug trafficking and drug uh, enforcement, DEA. And it kind of goes through the history of, like, for example, the, the first three seasons is about Colombia and the Colombian cartels. And then the new episodes are about Mexico and the weed. But they kind of start from the beginning, like, where does Pablo Escobar, where does the Cali uh, cartel come from, and who are these people? And Of course, there's some embellishment in it because they try to make it a, a show, an entertaining show. The thing that I liked was the Mexico one's about the first DEA agent that was murdered. Like kidnapped and murdered, and that kind of started the whole thing. And it Kiki Caminero. Yeah, it's about him. Now here, here's and it was really interesting because you knew it going into the series what's going to happen, mm -hmm. but it, it it was a nice dynamic of understanding how foreign foreign worlds work together, and then they're not they don't work together. And I really liked. That. I don't know if it's true. I just like the idea because you always wonder. Like to me, I always wondered how how do you take a product like cocaine? How do you make it? And then how do you package it and send it over like a, like six borders? You know, like that's crazy to me because you think at least there's so many chances of it getting picked up or. Yeah, there's a special underground and we're not talking underground, underground. It, it, uh, oh, oh, yeah. It's, you know, having our allies. Remember, uh, Iran used to be United States ally. Then during the Carter administration, his, I think his secretary of state or undersecretary 
went, came back and said, wow, I met this really cool guy called the Ayatollah Khomeini. He's really going to work with us. Let's depose the Shah, our ally, and throw in Ayatollah Khomeini. And Is that Iran? Yeah. yeah it's weird. Around. It's weird conversations when they have it like that, frankly, because that's what they kind of talk about. Yeah, it's, seriously, it's that's, really that's how it turned out. And so there was a decision made to depose the Shah, who's, you know, kind of like uh, Tsar Nicholas. He was like the Tsar of Iran, so, you know... It was the devil we knew, and that was the problem. We replaced yeah, him with the devil. Don't you have that same didn't. feeling about your parents? The devil I know. Yeah. You're like, I think I was. Sorry. I think I was. Uh, you know, swapped at birth. I was born. Bad being, joke. Well, speaking of bad joke, you're talking about Kiki Caminero. So you know, I do this detective. Yeah. Dinner show there. Oh man, do you have a Kiki? Do you have a Kiki? I didn't, but someone else did. Because you know, you're supposed to come in with a fake name, and I'm sitting at this table. It's this company holiday party, and you know, people usually put on you know Batman or. Or Professor Plum, you know, stuff like that. But I saw this woman with Kiki Caminera, and I'm looking at her. And she starts to mansplain it to me. I'm going, no, I know full well who Kiki Caminera was. He was a DE agent who was kidnapped and brutally tortured before being horrendously murdered. You chose this. Now, fortunately, I was kind of in character, so I could get away with that. But I, I Sean was like, really? Let's just put on Adolf Hitler while we're at it or Musa, you know. Or Jeffrey Dahmer. But I encourage people who have Netflix to check it out. Narcos. It's, it, it's, very, it is very entertaining. How many how uh, many episodes? Is oh, that I have the no full idea. season? There's or? a lot. There's a lot. There's enough. I mean, did it just come out? Is there like a full season? Well, what they're it? doing that's really neat is, and I think they're going to continue doing it. So they basically, the first three seasons were Columbia. Oh, it's so, so it's on season like four, four. or five? So, but oh, they, but what okay. they do now is at the end of season three, they introduce within the same episode Narcos Mexico. So, for example... Like a backdoor pilot. Yeah, it. so okay. it's like, oh, here's how we started it. And then they... Because basically, they kind of, at the very beginning of Narcos, they explain who Kiki was and how that started the whole infiltration of the DEA at different drug points in the world. Mm -hmm. And then, so when the Mexico one happened, it, that was a story of Kiki. So at the end of that season, it introduced another DEA agent who was basically was sent to get revenge for Kiki. And it showed him how, like, how he's going to plan to do it. And Interesting. So there was a, a series in England. The, one th the thing, though, hold on. I was going to uh -huh. ask you this. The one thing I just, I kind of, I can't fathom, and I wish somebody. And that's one thing I always want to interview. Like, I, like all these people who we're talking about are mostly in jail, so they're alive. Mm -hmm. These drug people, like these drug kingpins. And I'm thinking to myself, like one of the biggest things they kept making a point of is how much money they had, like actual physical wads of cash, because they had to bury it. They didn't right. know what to do with it. Yeah, there's. You and, don't trust the banks. Well, that's there. what no, like they're, that's what they were talking about. Where we got to that point where the he was hiding in the parents' house and stuff like that. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if you had that much money, when do you think it's... Because as a business, like Apple, there's a reason why they're stock, like stockpiling cash just for those rainy days. But the drug lords, they're not really doing that, are they? Like, are they expecting a rainy day to come? And they're like... Oh, they'll get sprung on a technicality or they'll get sprung by a prison break. Or, you know, it's always easy to have... You got to have your go bag, as it were. Yeah, but we're talking like... A billion dollars. They were talking, I think at one point, if I remember this correctly, the Colombian drug trade was making $5 million a day mm -hmm. profit. So you can imagine if you're around for a whole year. And that's one thing I, I wanted to talk about. I want to talk to people that were involved in that because to me it's like, do you literally start with like $100,000 and every time you cross a border you're $10,000 less? And that's how, that's where you're spending that money because the way, way that all works is you're just handing cash 
to people. I wonder what it's like today. Do you think it's credit? Do you think it's all counting? Like you're you're literally with your phone. You're like, oh, got my Venmo. Cool. Like See, it, I actually think it's still old school with the you think it's cash ex- exchange of cash because a phone can be hacked. Uh, That's true. You, you know, the more electronic you are. I'm telling you, you need to grab a car. I need to go to a junkyard and get like an old Ford Torino, like pre 1972, well, I, because I'll, that way when the EMP pulse hits or the EM, EMP it hits, works. it'll still work. Well, that's one thing I didn't really understand too about that world is there's no exit plan. So, like, say you you happen to be like, if I was working in that world, I would not ever want to be the person who goes into the room. I just want to be a person who, you know, <laughs> doesn't have a room. That way they don't call me and stuff like that. <laughs> but, like, seriously, because why would you want to be the head honcho unless I you have I want to shovel ego? the stables. Like, unless you have, like, a, unless you have a huge ego. Because mm-hmm. there's no exit plan. Yeah. You can't just live life, like, oh, there's, you're on top of the world for the rest of your life. There's well, no you got to throw common sense and way. logic out the window. I mean, with, with heavy drugs, either as a distributor well, or a, a taker or dealer, well, there was a, there's there, no happy ending. Well, there was a conversation in the story, and I wouldn't mind knowing more about this, but basically they, they sounded like the cartels were making a plan to stop doing it, and it was all greed. But I think some people continue. I forgot what they called it, but uh, they, they were making deals with the government where they would stop mass producing i guess and it would be more of an independent venture but i don't know it was interesting i'd check it out sounds good i'll check into it i started to say that uh, real quick there is a series in england uh tv series ran for 10 years called spooks in america it's called mi5 they changed the name because spooks is a bad word in yeah is it mm-hmm. a, a spook is a old derogatory term for uh black uh, okay that's funny I uh, no that. it has been used in 50 years but still you know but they would do the same thing each season, you know, when someone was set to die, one of the main, because this thing had like a 98% attrition rate, you know. I think what literally one person is left at the end who started the series. Um, that's, but that's you could tell when somebody's, like, name was up to, to get killed because a few episodes earlier, they'd there'd be kind of like a replacement coming in. Oh, yes, we brought in Bob from the Grease office. You know, Bob basically did what you did 10 years ago, but he's been deep undercover. Well, then, you know, the, you know, Old Bob's gonna die. New Bob's gonna assume the mantle. And they, yeah, great series though. It was on Hulu. I think it's gone now. Like every big British actor or actress has been in this show. It seems recently. What Narcos or Mi Five? Mi Five. Oh yeah. In fact, they did a movie version of it with um, yeah, the guy from Game of Thrones, Kit Kit something. Okay, Kit Harrington. Oh, but uh, yeah, uh, great. Great cast, uh, great great series, but I'm telling That's you, it was, them. It was oh, merciless uh, who, they, who they killed. But, like, hey, you know, it's 943. Maybe we should take a break. Yeah, we're on it. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, guys. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't forget, uh, this is our last show for the year because I'm gone for a couple weeks. I so, missed you already. Uh, we'll miss everybody. We'll be right back here on Morning's Lone Star. reindeer then one foggy Christmas Eve. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832 689 7996. Clean sweep office cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. From the beginning, the main purpose of the Cooperative Extension Service has been to change human behavior by teaching people how to apply the results of scientific research. By utilizing a holistic, multi-level approach, Extension Family and Community Health Programs encourage health and well-being for everyone. Addressing values, concerns, and needs with reliable science-based information, Extension Programs help people lead healthier lives. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. It is 946 here in the Conroe area. Hope you guys are enjoying your day. I want to remind you we're doing uh, the ticket sub today. At noon, and I kid you not, our very own Chris Appel made a Chris, his own Christmas song. No way. Yeah, he, he felt that uh, maybe it's cold outside, is getting the boot, so he wanted to fill its slot with uh, his own song. And I got a little preview of it. I want to hear it. I, I was surprised he made it. I thought it was a joke. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, that sounds a lot like you. And he's like, yeah, I made it in my, in my garage. Okay. So there you go. That's going to be at noon o'clock today. Noon. Oh, man. I got to so, tune in. It's uh, 55 degrees outside right now. We have a 0% chance of rain. Uh, looking at the weather report for the next couple of days, the only day I see that it might be rain is actually on Christmas Day. So, uh, or Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So there you Any go. Any chance of it freezing up and becoming snow? No. I mean, the high average is going to be around 70. So there is that. I, I, yeah, I don't think, I don't think there's going to be. No. So I wanted to talk about some other things. And uh, folks who are listening on Mornings on Mornings Lone Star's Facebook and also the other Facebook, uh, why, you know you you can chat with us too if you just, like have find articles and whatever you want us to look at during the break and things like that. I found another one that I really liked was there's activists launch phones out campaign urging public to record police. And uh, there's also like the ACLU's getting behind it where they they made an app called CA Justice. So if you lose your phone, the video will not be lost if you use that app. So basically, like you know, it uploads to the cloud uh, and all that kind of stuff. I'm surprised a lot of more spy movies don't use that kind of technology because that's been around since I don't know since I was like ten years ago, where you can upload to the cloud immediately. Because uh, you know, always there was like well, you have a copy of that tape. That's the only copy burned, and it's like when they kill the guy. You there, know what I'm talking yeah, about? yeah. So those days are long gone. Those days are long gone. And uh, like when you get the call from the strange voice, now you just look at caller ID. 
And and again, I always kind of talk about, I feel like there's an underground world of videos being shared because everyone has a video or their camera and everyone has a video on their on their phone. You think there'd be a lot more crazy videos out there you th- or like mm-hmm. a, a source of it, but I don't really see. I mean, I think every once a week, I probably see one or two that are pretty crazy, but not, you think they'd be like every day, like, look what happened. Look what happened. A little bit caught on tape. Look at this. Look at this. Like, look at this injustice. Look at this crazy car crash and things like that. So if you know a place where I could visit and find those videos, I'd really <laughs> appreciate it because I like to watch those things. Once you go down that rabbit hole, my friend, it's hard to come back. But do you think uh, people didn't already know to film police officers? Or do you think people are kind of like misinformed where is it against the law to film officers or is it? Well, remember, it's it's up to each department what the law is. or each, Department or state? Uh, I meant uh, entity. Like, you know, if it's the, if it's the sheriff's office, it has to be a county uh, ordinance or state law or city ordinance or city, you know. Well, cause you, but I mean, people I, watch stuff on, on a TV show say, oh, yeah, I, I don't know my rights. I don't have to show you my driver's license because they'll get something off of YouTube, which is wrong or it's for the wrong state. And so they get in more trouble. So it's, it's a lot of ignorance and a little bit of education is a dangerous thing, a little bit of knowledge. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's the thing is that you can put something on. Seriously, I could put on YouTube today. I could shoot something going, hey, there are, here are five ways to get out of a traffic ticket. One, did you know you don't have to show your driver's license? Two, if you refuse to roll down your window, the cop has no way to legally, you know, you, I can just make stuff up, put it out on YouTube. It'll get 100,000 hits by the end of the day, and people will be using it as, you know, in different states to say, well, I saw that I don't have to show you my Let me mind. ask you personally. Mm-hmm. If you're getting pulled over by an officer, mm-hmm. is your one of your first feelings or urges is to start recording? Nope. Me either. Nope. My urge is to roll down the window, put my hands up on the top of the steering wheel where you can see them. If I if I'm not like reaching into a glove box, yeah, have I always stuff felt ready. like the glove box. I uh, I always thought that was kind of funny. Like, oh, leave your stuff in the glove box. Like, why? Because the cops coming over. I'm literally going over to my mailbox. Oh, they have no idea. Seriously, these, these men and women have no idea what could be happening. And well, it was interesting. One time, uh, I got pulled over, and the guy officer said that he already had my insurance information so i didn't need to get it because i was like let me i go let me find my insurance like no you're good i already know you're covered and so i was like okay so why do i have to do this every single time when it's not you if you already know well the law is you have to have proof on you okay well i don't think so anymore yeah proof. well that's why uh, most places you know i think now it's you're required to have it so if they know you have it, then you well, if they it. don't ask for it, if they know you have it because it'll be on their yeah. on their little computer, then they're not going to ask for it. But if it's a question mark, because I was nervous to reach for my glove box, I was like, "Hey, I just yeah. you know I can look for it. It's in my glove box, though." And I have been like, pulled over way more many times than I want to admit to in my life for speeding or or, or violations. And the one time where I got snarky, I deserved what I got back. Oh, you got punched? No, I didn't get punched, but I did the whole. I'm glad there's no real crime going on. Because I told you at the time that cop pulled a gun on me, right? Yes. Yeah. Because I well, put my hands in my pocket. I was like, what are we doing here, guys? And he's like, put your hands on it. But see, I've been on the receiving end, you know, Jersey Village, <laughs> and I'm not afraid to call it out. Um, I got pulled over illegally, and I got out of the car, and and the cop threw me on the hood and started patting me down illegally. Because it was, it was like 2 in the morning. I was moving what? to Jer- uh, Jersey Village, and the back of my car was filled with, you know, boxes and it, it was just escalating and escalating. And, uh, I, I said, you know what? You had no reason to pull me over. He's like, yeah, your taillights out. And I said, no, it's not. 
and he hit it. No way. I'm not joking. And so I lost it. I'm I'm yelling at him because, you know, I got nothing to lose at this point. This is not my proudest moment. Or I was like, why don't you give me a ticket for this then? And he starts writing them out. And give me a ticket for that. <clears throat> and I said, why don't you give me a ticket for not wearing my seatbelt? And he did. And what happens, I was able to take it to court because the car I had, it was a VW uh, a Rabbit, I think, diesel. But it had a, a kill switch. It had an automatic seatbelt that were really popular in the 80s. Yeah. And if you took it off, the car wouldn't run. So I was able to prove that to the court. And I, I asked if I could take the docket out of order. And I said, if I can prove this, then I'll, everything else it's questionable. Yeah. And I, I brought in an affidavit from the mechanic saying this car cannot run without the seatbelt being engaged. And uh, the judge went bonkers on the cop. For the next year and a half, I was stuck living. I had a two-year lease at this apartment. I got pulled over every week by Jersey Village. They gave me they gave me citation for some BS. You know, you were speeding. You were going 145 zone. I, every month I'd take the, well, the stack of tickets. Well, that's when you get the dash cam. Well, we didn't have those back that's what I'm then. That's saying. That's I'm saying. This you, is 1988. Do you think the culture today? That's what they're going to do: is reach for their phone and push record or have the dash cams? Because dash cams, you can get really good ones for like 70 bucks, and I think you can even get like a. Dude, oh, like, you can get cheaper now. You can get them at Walgreens at the the as seen on TV aisle. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm all for that. But with cops in general, like I said, that one that was a bad seat in Jersey Village, and that was the old days. You know, it's well, not, it wasn't a bad seat. It sounded like a whole bad bush. Uh, well, apparently there were like brother brothers-in-law involved. Uh, but every other time I've been pulled over, I mean, I'm always, yes, officer, how you doing? I'll crack a joke or something. Here's my license. You, you know, they're doing their job. And I'm not saying more often than not I get off. I've paid as many speeding fines as I haven't, but there's no need to be, you know, when I'm pulled over, I don't go lunging for anything. I don't get in their face. I don't argue. I, you know, I don't go reaching for stuff. I was like, yeah, what do you want? You want to get, take blood? Here you go. <laughs> Because you can well, sort it out legally after the fact. I'm always wondering, too, if you're a bystander and you're filming and, like, you're sitting there and I guess you wait till the guy goes to jail. Like, do you follow them to jail and say, I got it all on video, man. What's your email? Is what, that why he's getting arrested? What you do is you tell the police, give them your information, say, No, yeah. this sounds more like anti-police stuff. So, like, you're trying to get that information to the... If you give your information to the police, they are beholden to give it to the counsel of the, oh, yeah. the suspect. Just like your taillight was working. Mm -hmm. You know, all these TV shows and stuff make me distrust everybody. Yeah, right? So. But that's the thing. TV shows will have people say, oh, yeah, I don't have to do this. It's way easy to, to, for people to rely on unverified information. Yeah. Well, the nice thing about it, too, is I bet you this ACLU app, once you upload there, someone's going to, you know, they're probably selling that information to other people anyway. So, at least you have your video online. Yeah, there so. you go. Oh, I'm sure there's a YouTube channel for, you know, body cam malfeasance or something like that. And it'll put it up. So, and another thing I wanted to tell you, uh, apparently a veteran set up a GoFundMe for the border wall. Yeah, uh, looking over a $5 billion so, uh, GoFundMe account. He says a, if every Trump voter uh, pays 80 bucks, it'll pay for itself. So, what he's got right now, it's sitting at, let me look, just let me double check, about $4 million right now. And I wonder how that's really going to... I guess you just write a check to the federal government. Uh, I guess, man. Can you imagine this guy being on the hook for the taxes for that? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to understand the the technicality here because I can see this being a joke. Because I mean, it's kind of funny, but people are donating to it. So what do you do about it? No, 
Does anyone know about it? Has anyone done a GoFundMe? Do you think they're going to charge taxes on this guy? Oh, yeah. That's one of those things about GoFundMe is that, you know, oh, help help the help the Smiths. They're in need, you know. And well, it's almost like you do those things. you got to claim that as income. You, you advertise it as, like, you know, get your name on a brick kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when they build sidewalks and all that kind of stuff, it's like get your name on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they should have done originally. And, people would have and, loved it. And the people that donate, you know, $1,000, like, they get the star with it. Yeah, they get the whole... Generously they, donated. They get the whole section of the wall. This uh, inability get, to cross into our border brought to you, generously donated by the... Uh, oh, man. The Stockholm Foundation. That'd be, that'd be ridiculous. Hey, shout out to our listeners, though. And, uh, Jay, if you're uh, tuning in late, you know, we were talking about you earlier, so we can't wait to have you on the show again well, next year. The thing is, too, is he, he makes a point. He goes, write checks to the Trump, Trump Foundation. <laughs> they're, clo- they're closed, right? Yeah, like, what well, they're under judicial control now. They're under judicial, when I see judicial watch. Uh, yeah, so bad stuff happened. And I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of, well, the Clinton Foundation kind of bad, bad too. Like with somebody writing checks for themselves? Yeah, there, there, there was mismanagement. There was possible uh, using foundation funds to personally benefit members of the Trump family. I mean, this is bad, and I'm, you know, conservative. When you say it like that, are you saying, like, they bought cars? Oh, yeah, it could be cars, real estate. Yeah, this I was looking at some stuff, stuff what people do, because I watched that uh, that Senate whatever with the whistle whistleblowers. I mm-hmm. use that in quotes because they're whistleblowers for money. And uh, listening to them talk about what they did with the money, the Clinton Foundation stuff. And it was just interesting to me that people kind of go with their mind, they connected, oh, I can just do that. And it was really interesting about, you know, they, yeah, how they could say, hey, this is what we want to do with this money, but this is what we're doing with the yeah, money. Yeah, this crosses party lines. The Trump Foundation, if it's proven, and I'm pretty and sure it of, has been, that they did bad stuff, you, they need to be punished. Can you according. imagine having a job like that, though? Like those whistleblowers? Like, I don't know why they call it. They, they act under the whistleblower act. But basically they, they do all the investigation for money. So if they find out there was fraudulent Well, yeah, stuff, but you look at they Project get a percentage Veritas. You know, Project Veritas, now they'll, they'll have people. Are there other bounty hunters like that out there? Oh, yeah. Jobs? I mean, both sides. Project Veritas just happens to be going after, like, you know, the Planned Parenthoods of the world. Or but do they get money? Something like that. So will they pay their, their actors, their... No, I'm talking about these guys specifically. What they do is they're lo- they're lawyers or they're tax accountants, mm-hmm. and they go after people who they believe are mishandling money. Good on and them. And they will research them, and then they bring it to the IRS and they bring it to the FBI because apparently there's a whistleblower deal where they get a percentage of whatever money is found to be mishandled. Cool. Good on them. And so uh, I'm just like, I didn't know that even existed. As Well, it should because – Foundation. I don't care if you're a Trump, a Clinton, a Bush. Can you a imagine Carter. that being your job? That's like a, yeah, a modern awesome, day man. bounty hunter. Yeah, right. You'd be like Boba Fett, and you gotta you gotta I mean, imagine the paperwork. Yeah, so how about you gotta be? Not a, only that, but you, you have gotta to be, be a squeaky boring clean. dude. You gotta be a boring. You dude. gotta be squeaky. Girl. You gotta be like the Untouchables under Elliot Ness. You you gotta be so squeaky clean because the, the well, first whiff of I, I remember like my uncle. He's a tax lawyer. He mm-hmm. was a really big tax lawyer, and he's, he no longer does that, but. I Did asked. He get caught? Him, well, no, no. He uh, he he retired. Now he's part of some big, big foundation around the world. Uh, but what I asked him because he's very quiet, and he's very he's a book nerd. He goes into his office, books, law yeah. books, all that stuff. And I asked him. I was like, "Well, clearly, you you don't like to talk, but how do you write?" And he's like, "Well, what do you mean?" I was like, "I want to see like how what's what's it like when you write." So he handed me some stuff. <laughs> And he's very eloquent. And I'm like, it's kind of funny that, you know, he can translate 
that to mm-hmm. writing and not to you know get in front of a mic and speaking clearly. Yeah. So, but uh, those guys. So, what's what's wrong with the Trump Foundation? Are they just they just kind of well, they had too many barbecues. Yeah. Long story short, they got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. They are uh, shutting down under judicial uh, overview. I think is the best way to phrase it. And there may be some criminal charges as a result, and anyone who's guilty of it, I don't yeah. care what party you're with, it's bad. It's well, bad, it, bad, give bad. Me, give me like a found a nonprofit in the past existence that's got caught doing really bad stuff. Do we have one? Do we have like a good juicy story? Like the Clinton Foundation funding the DNC? But that's not like no one got in trouble. I know. And, and that's where the rabbit hole is because... I'm talking this juicy. Is, I'm talking like Enron juicy. Like, Enron juicy. Like people commit suicide. Well, I'm sure there was the Enron Foundation. Ooh, ooh, good, uh, good question. There's got. I know there is. I'm just drawing a blank right now. But yeah, Dang. there there would have been. And, and here's the thing, people. When you give to a, a, a charitable a foundation or something, check them out. Go to I think it's called CharityWatch.org, and it's completely impartial and they'll say you know oh, they these, don't break any taillights over there they don't break any taillights they do you the sure? whole the ceo makes this much money for every dollar donated yeah, 82 cents it. goes to that i don't believe it man it's like a everyone, consumer report everyone like has consumer a price. reports everyone has a price man. consumer Gotta reports get those four friend. stars at community watch how do we do that oh did you know one of the guys who's in charge you're has so a daughter? jaded dick you're so I mean, jaded there's hope out there my friend it's the christmas is christmas is the time for miracles no yeah there's no hope. I'm getting married. There's no, <laughs> hope. There's no hope, guys. <laughs> okay, well, as we trudge towards our inevitable but, doom, as we get you know, one day well, closer well, to I'll death. Be, I'm excited to see this GoFundMe, see where it goes. They have $4 million right now. I'm looking at it right now. $4 million? They have $4 million, Holy and cow. And then their goal is $1 billion. I thought it was $5 um, billion. It's the wall fundraising team. And I, you know, if I, I, I wish, actually, let's see if we can interview this guy. Oh, yeah, they interview him. Oh, man, that stinks. We can still interview people. You know, just because someone else, just because CNN gets it first doesn't mean we can't do a follow-up. <laughs> I like how check donations make payable to go fund the wall. <laughs> go fund the that's wall. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that's a, that's a smart way to do it. Is you go, hey, you want to buy a brick? Ten bucks. And then get your name on the brick. <laughs> and then you do it. And then are you going to make up a name or you can do whatever, put a drawing on it. Like the technology today with 3D printers and, you know, laser engraving, it's not hard. It's very inexpensive to do. I was talking next door. They do laser engraving over at the Branding Iron, and you can pretty much almost laser engrave anything. So <laughs> there you I guess go. I asked them, I was like, do you do flesh? And no, they don't do flesh. Like branding, like the yeah. uh, tattoos and Starship Troopers? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I don't see why they don't do that. I know people would, are silly enough to do that, you know. Yes. So, like, yeah. I, I'm surprised California isn't doing a thing where they plant a tree, get a name, you know, because all the trees that burned. Yeah, right? So. Good point. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm caught up on your whole brick thing. That's great. I think it's a great idea. You know what's another I'm great idea? On. There's a new AI chip called Enos, and it smells for uh, pit bio. Like, is it in the deodorant stick? Yeah. How, uh, what do you mean? Like, you hold up a sensor, like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, smell? Uh-huh. I kind of, I have one right here. But instead of you know doing that, is that my friend? One of my friends. It, you is, may like ta- you may like stick it on your pit and it'll go beep beep. You stink, Dick. Well, you know it's really sad. One of my good friends, uh, he was in a horrible car wreck and he can't smell anything. And so I was like, why do you? And I go, he couldn't like. I go, how do you eat? How do you like? You can't taste anything without smelling things. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you just get used to it. 
you know, I actually tried it once that if you, without a sense of smell, if you like totally plug your nose and if you have a slice of apple and a slice of onion, blindfold yourself, you can't taste the difference because a lot of it's the smell. Yeah. So, man, that, that sucks to be, so I try, we're just doom and gloom today here. Well, for, I try to do stuff. I like you buy the fart spray. You buy like all that stuff. Did you see the, yeah. the glitter? But I bought the, I was like trying to get him to do it. And I was like trying to see if he's like telling the truth. Uh, oh, man. That's like a cold version of when I, when I tell people I'm not ticklish, everybody, total strangers, feel the need to prove me wrong by trying to tickle me. <laughs> hey, just so you know, Jay's letting us know that he's a brick at Olympic Park in Atlanta. So there you go. See, it works. The plans work. Jay, are you trying to keep illegals out of Atlanta? And people and people remember it. And you give them a certificate and they're happy. Hey, I got a star named after and me, okay? No, and what's wonderful about this idea, Jay, is if anything, it's going to have better relations with Mexico because people are going to go visit the wall to see their brick. And then what we do is we trick them and put it on the other side of the wall so they have to go into Mexico to see their brick. I like the way And then they have to spend money that brings people into the country and then they see it. Then, uh, then I, I mean, I can't promise you safety and things like that. Well, everybody join Jay Sittleberg, saving I mean, Atlanta from the alien invasion one brick I mean, at a after time. After watching Narcos, Mexico, no one's safe, it seems. Like. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I don't think, again, you build a 20-foot wall, all you need is a 21-foot tall ladder. So, or a big enough shovel. That's funny. So you were talking about uh, the package thief. I saw that video. I saw that video. I posted it. If you guys haven't seen it, it became a YouTube sensation. So this is engineer. He's a guy that loves to tinker and create yeah. things. Here, and, I think I can pull it up. Let me see. And so he realized that he was a victim of uh, a package thievery, you know, porch thieves. So he spent six months creating this beautiful piece of art and i posted on my business page saying that nothing brings the blending of art and science together so much as the concept of revenge and he has it to where he had it loaded up with gps so he could track it down cameras and it was a uh it would explode with glitter put glitter everywhere as well as a uh, uh the stink spray and if you watch the video, you'll see. Now, here's the thing. Some people, you know, they took it home. The first time it got stolen, he, uh, they took it to a parking garage. He was able to retrieve it. But a lot of these people, like, had it at their house, and there's video proof of them putting it in their own garbage can or something. So I wonder if any arrests happened as a result. But that is just, I was watching that, and it's just a thing of beauty, Dick. I'm trying to get it where people can see it. I, got, I, I installed a new deal. Check it out. Let's see. Let's see so you works. can like overlay us with a yeah. Oh, nice. So yeah, that's the video right there. This guy explaining it. Blah blah blah. Yeah, t- take a flat. Uh, fast forward about halfway through, and you'll yeah, see so where he's people bu- are. So he's building this glitter bomb. It is beautiful. With fart. It's actually pretty funny. Uh, well, my favorite one was the guy that did it in his car because that smell's not coming out. The glitter's not coming out, and the smell's not coming out. Well, no, actually, what I was surprised with with that stuff was the uh, the language. They didn't use bad language. You think if you're a thief, you're like a gangster kind of thing. And you think they'd be like, oh, F this, F that. No. Well, a lot of it's the shock value. I mean, so, they're, seriously, the rug of reality was yanked out from the, beneath every person that did this. And so... We think there's, there's got to be other examples where the dude was just like, too much editing had to go through to clean it up. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, every time there's a, a to catch a predator. Yeah. You know, where, oh, man, you caught me. Well, I'm, I'm sure that that's not the first thing they say. So. 
There was a uh, great TV series on a while ago called Studio 60 on the yeah. census. It was like kind of backstage at a Saturday Night Live type show. But they would show sketches from the show within the show. And on their Christmas episode, they had Santa getting caught by Chris uh, Chris Matthews for to catch a predator. Where so, Santa, you're here to leave presents for Susie, are you? It was, it was, it was funny. I just thought I'd share that. Cool story, bro. Cool story. Hey, when we come back, we can talk about some local stuff, but also the fact that the Chinese are trying to find the human soul. The fine irony, a communist state is trying to find proof of the human soul using science. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we will be back. Oh, yeah, we take a break. Is that what you're telling me? Plus, well, 10.08 on the dot here. You're listening to Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com on Facebook Live, and, of course, uh, IRLoneStar.com and Connor's FM 104.5, 106.1. We will be right back. You're so bright. Won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then how the reindeer loved him as they shouted out with... Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning services such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. First saw it, you would even say it glows. 
All of the other reindeer Used to laugh and call him names They never let poor Rudolph Join in any reindeer games All right. Then one foggy Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. If you like Ray Rudolph and the reindeer, I encourage you to check out the promotion for The Predator that was just released. <laughs> it is by far uh, the strangest way to promote the Predator, Predator DVD. Oh, so that was actually... That was an ad for the Predator DVD. Oh, so if you didn't see it, they spoofed the old Rankin Bass, uh, Stop Motion, Santa, and the Reindeer taking on Predators. I thought it was like a fan thing, but you're saying this was... Because uh, that was as funny as the uh, Penguin, the Pingu Penguin version of The Thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm still sure learning this new software. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty extreme. This is it. It'll give you like an idea. <laughs> you can see it on the screen. It is the claymation version of the Predator <laughs> visiting our our friends over at North Pole. So uh, you should check it out. It's, it's pretty extreme. By golly, we're dark today on mornings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so, it's so random, man. But um, but yeah, welcome back. We're here on IrelandStar.com, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. And uh, we're partnered with Bean Punk Coffee in Montgomery County and also Conroe. And then C3 Creative Content Solutions. No. Creations. Creations, sorry. But you can say C3 Memories. But C3 Memories, there you go. There's a new website there that kind of makes it easier. C3 Memories. Okay, there you go. And then, uh, yeah, and then, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Man, we're almost done with this studio. I'm so ready. Hopefully by the end of January, the studio behind me is done. And I can, you know, focus on this show. Right. So... Yeah. Whole new year, whole new series, whole new show, whole new station, whole new studio. It's going to be yeah. awesome. So so before we go to local stuff, I know I gave us a teaser. So uh, this team in China, medical scientific team in China, is spending 100 million pounds, British sterling pounds, to develop an MRI-based uh, MRI brain scanner that is designed to track, discover, and or track the human soul by using science to check on elect you know the synapses the electrical uh, arcs that happen and, and where they go because remember energy cannot be created or destroyed it just translates so that brain energy has to go somewhere so Man, you think they would focus on something a little bit more important well now this same scanner will also have some more practical applications is this like a scientology thing no 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 this is more that's practical feel, applications for like it parkinson's feels, it and feels like a scientology yeah it's also more easily checked for parkinson's and alzheimer's so it does have quote real world or this world applications to it but can you imagine the day that they should like they genetically ever, find your soul yeah I, re I remember back in the... That's going to be really disappointing. You know that, right? When you have like when you have facts about that kind of stuff, people don't want to know that. The whole mystery of what we do, a purpose of man, is the mystery part. To me, that's like the... the you know, it's kind of like the journey. Mm -hmm. But now that if we can actually identify your soul, that's going to be boring, dude. There was uh, in the 90s when they had like the resurgence of like the Twilight Zone remake. Boring. Or... or Tales from the Dark Side or whatever, they had this great episode where it's a world where everybody was aware of of reincarnation, that they that the the whole world knows that they would be reincarnated. So the world is falling apart. It starts off with a, a, a psychologist 
hypnotizing someone in a past life regression and the chain reaction happens to where everyone knows that they'll come back again. As a result, the world starts falling apart because people, if somebody's mildly unhappy about anything in their life, they just kill themselves and hoping that they come back as a yeah. as a better person this time. Is that what those is that what the Elon uh, the Enron guys are doing? Probably. No, but the uh, the shtick on it. So what happens is this one woman is able to hypnotize people to forget about their past lives, and so they start Ooh. trying to become a society based on not knowing. Uh, about reincarnation. It was, it was a cute little episode there. It's still, again, if, if folks, you're listening and you want to know what your soul is, I, I feel like, are you saying what we know what it looks like? Or are we saying we know what it is? Like what what it is, like what happens? Can you track the energy if it goes Okay, so somewhere? not, okay. So that's I, see, not I think it's dark bad. matter. I think our souls are dark matter. Yeah. There we go. I don't really I care. I just made that up. I don't, I don't sounds know. good. Sounds educated guess right there. That's Although I best man, it's gonna get. Dick, I had a dream the other night that I actually woke up from, you know, cold sweat kind of thing. I dreamt that I died. Like a heart attack or something. But that oh, I was I was geez. like a well no, I was like Patrick Swayze ghost kind of thing. You know, I was like I, I and it was one of those hyper realistic dreams where I was like, Man, if only this was a dream, but I'm really dead. And the, the suckiest part was I'm interacting with a couple of people, like Patrick Swayze does with Whoopi Goldberg, and I'm thinking, okay, so I can get, you know, word out to people that, you know, there's something after this. And then I find out, and I can't remember this part, that I'm not actually interacting with anyone. It's just all in my mind that I'm interacting with people. You know, like I'm on my own little matrix kind of thing. Nothing wrong with that. At least you're happy. Well, but the realization that, you're happy as long as you're in the matrix. The minute you're out of the matrix, you know how unhappy you were in it. It's the same thing with me. So that was not a dream that, man, woke me up in the cold sweat. I did not like that dream. You're probably still dreaming, dude. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, Jay, uh, listener Jay says, what if you don't have a soul? I think what's going to happen with science is they're just going to label it a soul, but it doesn't te- technically mean what we think is a soul. It's kind of like, hey, we found this particle in us. No one really can explain it, but it's part of our... We Our brains are powered by electrical energy... That we just call has to go somewhere. Yeah, it goes into the ground, doesn't it? Well, that's what I'm saying. It could easily. I'm not. I'm not saying we have a soul. It just depends. Yeah, energy can't be created or, or destroyed. So, it's how long do bones decompose? I don't know, man. Takes a while. Yeah, because that's the only thing. Takes that's a really long left. while because you have like three, four hundred years. No, they're finding fossilized bones, so you know a bone can maybe. Well, fossilized decompose. bones isn't bone. Yeah, but what I'm saying is. Can bones disintegrate all the way naturally before they fossilize? I don't know. I, I don't know. Man. We're so dark things. today. Let's find some happy things to talk about. Well, you know, I want to talk about claustrophobia. And <laughs> uh, Elon Musk announced their new uh, tunnel they've been building under L.A. And they kind of get they released some videos. Oh, under Los Angeles where uh, the San Andreas Fault is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, what could go wrong? I mean, you can convince me all you want. Whatever. It's going to be cool. The thing that I love, and I'm going to pull it up about this they had like a test video of it and i'm gonna do it i'm gonna see how big i can get it real quick i'm gonna let's see so this is the video that they release of a test so this isn't what it's gonna look like this is just seeing how it all works and uh let's push play and so this car goes down this tunnel and you can see this right you're looking Mm -hmm. at it the thing that i'd be worried about like a disney ride thing that yeah the thing i'd be worried about is if somebody something wrong happens and there's like you know a forty car pile up, yeah, like, there's no how do you get breakdown out? lane here. How do you get in? 
And that's when claustrophobia hits you real hard when there's no escape. It's like a Stephen King chapter waiting well, to happen. That's when the car the car sales will go way through the roof when the sunroof is the most purchased accessory. Because <laughs> right. it's like, this is the only way we're getting out of here. But, you know, thinking about traffic, thinking about the way we travel, this is kind of a neat idea just because whatever gets us there faster. Because one of the things he was talking about, he wanted to build one of these tunnels from New York to D.C., and he was like, oh, we can get you there within 30 minutes. Now, if that's a possibility, that's kind of a neat idea. Mm-hmm. And Well, if- I live in Japan where they had bullet trains, so I was used to, like, going ultra fast to get between. It was cool. Well, how big is Japan? It's like, isn't Texas bigger than Japan? Rhode Island is bigger than Japan. Yeah, it's a bullet train for what? Where are you going? But still, well, it's like, okay, England is the size of California. So think about you can go from coast to coast in England. You can go from Portsmouth to Aberdeen. So to give you an idea, if I drove to Galveston right now, was it like two hours? Uh, From here, here, yeah. So two hours, what, what could I possibly be in England? Where would I be if I started at the north side of England? I guess that's not England, is it? That's Scotland, north north of Scotland. Yeah. So if I start from Scotland mm-hmm. and I drive try, drive two hours down, where do I end up? Well, if you are yeah driving about seventy miles an hour, let's say you've gone one hundred and forty miles, not that far. You've basically gone from Houston to Austin. Really. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. That's I don't I don't have that concept. England has the whole maybe, maybe age I, thing. You know, I stood. I was reading headstones that were literally a thousand years old in England. So they have age that we don't have in America, but we have distance that English just can never wrap themselves around. I guess because seriously, in England, you can literally go from coast to coast in a day. I'm kind of glad I live in a big state, right? So I'm not disappointed. I'm just bored. Are you bored? Is that what it is? You know what we should do? We should go, like, do Easy Rider and just get a couple of motorcycles and do Put a bunch of I-10. cash in the gas tank? Yeah. That's a good idea. Got money in my pocket, a tiger in my tank, and I'm king of the road but again. But, no, I just, I, th- I found that video funny because you know that one person's going to freak and just can't get out. And then especially because you know it's a track system, right? So they weren't driving. Right. So yeah, it's it looks like system. a Disney thing. But, yeah, something goes down. There. How many times a week does a Disney ride break? Come on, people. Have more than one hole. Well, I think, no, I said that's the preliminary tunnel, man. They have a whole track system where it's going to be like a super underground. Well, one highway. breaks down. Let's say no, the cable like, snaps. No, like that's going to be the low tube. So when you're going into the ground after like maybe a quarter mile, you're into like a four lane tube thing. Okay. Well, because you, you have to exit at one point. They're going to have like fourteen exits. True, so. but look at like uh, you know two ninety. When it goes, when you or any freeway, when they shut yeah, down one lane, computers are doing that, not uh, people. Yeah, because what, what could go wrong? Oh, with I would the not. I, would you say ninety percent of the traffic on any major highway, the problem is people? I would. A hundred percent, ninety-nine point nine nine. No, there's percent of some things are like car breaks down. That's not your fault. Like that happens, and you had no control. control yeah, but usually that. car breaks down because the I'm talking about the operator. Didn't. I'm talking about the person's like, oh, there's an exit over there. I didn't. Didn't see it. Let me, like, just scoot over, you know. Yep. Well, Jay wants to come back as a fly on the wall. Don't, <laughs> don't fly. Which wall? What, yeah, which wall? And don't flies have a lifespan that's, like, really short? Oh, well, there's, like. Uh-oh, I'm going to look this up. Like, fruit flies. Or is there, what's the, uh, there's a fly that's got, like, literally, like, a 24-hour life cycle. Let's see. 28 days. That's a house fly. 
So very important. Be more detailed there. You don't want to give that to those genies. Well, think too. about it. So you let's say you do get reincarnated as a housefly. You, got, you only have to deal with it for 28 days maximum. And That's then true. you come back as a duck-billed platypus or something. So speaking of genies, did you see the trailer for the new Aladdin teaser? I can't bring myself to do it. So did you know that when they released stills and Will Smith plays the genie, so many people cried out. Will Smith had to come out and say majority of his on-screen time is CGI. So they are bringing the blue genie back. It's just Will Smith, for some reason, looks like Will Smith genie in some scenes. Okay. Because people were really upset that he looked like a human. Okay. I don't know. The, the Wasn't way, there a genie only, where Shaquille O'Neal was a genie? Because that's kind of what I'm wrapping myself around right uh, now. I want to show you the... Have you seen the cover? The poster? Yeah, the I poster. saw the Entertainment Weekly or People yeah. Magazine, whatever it was. And let me see if I can find the poster. I like how they took uh, Jasmine's bare belly and they just made it a flesh-colored uh, corset. Well, you got you still got to have some history, too. Okay, here we go. I got it. Let's pull this up. I like the fact that they're saying the guy playing Jafar is so hot that people are going to be rooting for the bad guy. So this is... I'm pulling this up for you guys to look at. That right there is the poster. And it does, it looks to me like a ABC family movie. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because of the way they arrange the photography. What else can you do, though? How I mean, else can you present Aladdin, Jasmine, and the genie without it being posed like that? Well, the only way to do it, I would imagine, is you, if you do a certain style. Kind of like like beam punk is a style of something that. Well, exists. that would be the smoke around the lamp and Will Smith kind of coming out of that and Aladdin and Jasmine going ooh, that would look, well, make I mean, it look even the, cheesier. It's the color palette, and then what I think what they did, and this is just this, is, I think what they did is they chose to do certain things that the previous version had. Like mm-hmm. for example, Jasmine's dress has to be that turquoise. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't have done that. I'm oh, yeah, like, Bell in, in the live like action that. Beauty and the Beast, they had to have the yellow gown. And, like, I don't think that. I don't think you have to have a turquoise dress for her. You don't have to. If you're going to, remember, this is not a, a remake. This is just a direct translation of a cartoon to quote live action. It was killing me when they're saying, oh, there's a live action uh, Lion King coming out. Oh, my God, it's live action. No, it's not. There's not going to be a single frame of live footage there. It's all computer generated. It's more animated than the animated version. Yeah, it's gonna be boring. Yeah. I wonder how much dialogue they changed up. Because James Earl well, Jones, James Earl Jones is Mufasa, so I'm like, all right, so they just gonna like just take his audio from the past movie, like that that growl when he's falling with his back into the when he dies. Can you imagine alert. if they didn't have James Earl Jones, who they would have had to get for Mufasa? Because you don't go, you Morgan don't replace Freeman. James, huh? Morgan Freeman. No, nah, see, he could have done it. No, they they got different voices though. Yeah, but they still have that wise, slow speed kind of thing. They can do that. Okay, no, Morgan Freeman to I would me have, makes I would a good president. Jeff Bridges. When the, Jeff Bridges, the dude. Yeah, there were. I would have done. I'd do that more. I mean, Morgan Freeman's great when there's an asteroid coming and he's the president. Okay, I, he's got that voice. But as King of the Lions, no, it's James Earl Jones or nothing. I mean, they would have had to, like, like they did with a. Uh, uh, well, the genie. You know, that's why Aladdin, too blue chunks because they didn't have Robin Williams. They brought oh, in Homer true. Simpson. And you don't replace Robin oh, Williams. Was it really Homer Simpson's yeah. voice actor? Yeah, Dan, what's his name? Now, do you think they did? I wonder what the true story was. That Why would you not want to continue that character? That character would have been 
He must have really hated the process of. It, he just said the story had been told. Remember, if the, if the script is bad or you just. Because I remember watching the third Aladdin, which I really they enjoyed. They brought him back. They paid, basically, they backed up a Brinks truck to Robert. Because I enjoyed that door. story because that was the din of uh, thieves or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's Alibaba and the. Robin Williams said, what pay me that? a lot more money and have a better script and I'll come back. So What's that's what they did. Look at, uh, the King of Thieves. Really? Was he really in that? Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He was the narrator. Oh, wow. Is that released in theaters? Aladdin 3, yeah. I don't remember. It was just basically, they knew that the VHS or the DVD sales would sell it, so they just yeah. had to put it in the movie. Yeah, he apparently so reprised the role of Genie for $1 million salary. Yep. Oh, apparently... Oh, so I'm looking at the the gossip. Uh, apparently, the Joe Roth, one of the head of Disney, used his voice for merchandise. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. And he, so he, he didn't he like sued. that. Yeah, he sued. He's like, hey man, I don't like that. Hey man, I don't like that. Now here's the other problem I have with the live action Aladdin, especially with Will Smith. Eighty percent of the genie was Robin Williams going off script, just being Robin Williams. Yeah. And they, they knew that. They knew just to, you know, you don't hire Robin Williams and make him stick word for word. And I just don't see Will Smith being able to do that. He'll All of his will be scripted. You won't get that manic energy that Robin Williams brought. Well, it just depends on the writing. If the writing's good and the writer. So it depends. Like, a lot of the folks don't realize I'm not that. Ins- you know that. Yeah, but scripts. this is a like, if you're direct good- remake. They, they can't go off script too much. So either it'd be Will Smith well, parroting what Robin Williams made up on the spot with, and so it's kind of scripted, yeah. or they're going to say, no, we're going to do our own genie like we originally scripted it without Robin Williams putting his own spin on it, and it's going to be a dull genie. I just think across the board. And I survived. I, I took my daughter to the live-action Beauty and the Beast, and it was actually the sing-along edition. And the only good part was all the dads in the audience, we all started singing the Gaston song together. Uh, that, that was fun. But other than that, it was so ill-advised, Disney. In my humble opinion. Yeah, that lot of movies sucks anyway. <laughs> Horrible. Hey, 1030 on the dot. Yeah. It's like 54 degrees outside. Yeah. It's only going to get up to like 60. You listen to Mornings on Star Rant. Be right back, guys. So uh, stick around. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC Conroe. And worldwide on the IRLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. 
What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Welcome back. Maureen's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Hey, Sean, take the uh, reins for me for a second, if you don't mind. You got it, Dick. You don't mind, right? I don't mind at all. You all got right, my cool. microphone on, though, right? Just checking. Okay, so you're missing, listening to Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Songs, Dick, right now. Dick is doing other stuff right now. He's playing with power tools. Don't ask. Hey, I will let you know up in sunny Conroe, it is 57 degrees. It's only going to get up another 3 degrees to 60. Low tonight, 42. It's going to be windy like all day long here, uh, but moon shiny all night. Uh, sunny Friday and Saturday with highs in the 60s going up to 70s. And the next week, looking, we're going to be in the. I had to 60s. turn the lights on. It's very festive. Yeah, I like festive that. Festive today. I like that. So anyhow, that's your weather. Traffic was funky because I've noticed last night there was very little traffic on the road, but this morning coming in, not only was there honking traffic, but also there was some uh, uh, at 2:42. There was some of those oversized loads that were taking up lanes that the cars were. There was like a total. Told you, it's like 90 percent people don't know what to do. Yeah, right. You know, it's funny, though, is uh, every time I come to downtown in the morning, that's how I can determine how the day is going to go with traffic. If there's a lot of people in downtown, it's going to be a pretty busy day. If there's nobody in downtown, I'm like, oh, I'm safe to drive to Houston. Take me 40, 30 minutes. I'm surprised that there are enough, uh, that there's many cars out there as there are in the parking lot because I thought, I, well, obviously the courts aren't closed down, but I thought maybe a lot of the cases would be, oh, Your Honor, let's uh, let's push this to the beginning of the year. But yeah. no, the parking like, lot is full. You're free to go, but Connor, he <laughs> murdered three people. Oh, by the way, you know, they got the guy. Remember last week I was talking about the uh, uh, guy who was accidentally let go by Montgomery County Sheriff's because he had the same last no, name as another guy? I don't guy? remember that at all. Okay, so there is a felon who had a domestic, a felonious count of uh, uh, aggravated assault with domestic violence attached to it who was accidentally released from Montgomery County Prison because someone else was supposed to be released who had the same last name. Well, they tracked this guy down on his cell phone. You know, they called him, and he answered the phone, and they're like, you know, you need to come back. He's like, nope, ain't going to do it. So he's hiding out. And, he's, and I made a plea on the air 
to say guy. Uh, no, I did talk about it on Woodlands Online, so that, that maybe where I'm I'm blurring it together. But uh, I, they they caught him a couple of days later, so now he's in a heap load of trouble because he didn't turn himself back in. Dude, you know you're gonna get caught eventually. So if you'd come in, he would have, you know, they wouldn't have added anything because it was a state mistake. But nope, nope, nope. Okay. Hey, you got some local news pulled up, don't you? Yeah, I do. I know there's a lot of cool stuff going on. So Yeah, well, well, cool stuff happening. So a lot of the, uh, you know, the events have, have happened for, for Christmas time. Uh, do know that we, we're going to be off the air until after New Year's. So please, please, please be careful over New Year's. Uh, use Uber, use Lyft, use a taxi. Use the Woodlands bus transit system. That's right. And see the segue? Uh, so, you know, Woodlands is increasing their bus service, and they actually have a new app. Where you can track the buses, literally, literally track them. Uh, this goes beyond just the trolleys they had. You know, they they have the trolleys, but they also have a bus system. So go to Woodlands Township, just Google that, and you'll be able to download the app. Also, um, if you don't want to ride a bus, but you want to walk, uh, City of Conroe has the Conroe Walking Tour, which is hosted by the Montgomery County Historical Commission. And if you go to visitconroe.com or hit the CVB just a couple blocks away from us. You can get a brochure that tells you all about the Conroe walking tour. I think it'd be good for some exercise. And also locally, CISD is approving a $827.5 million bond. So let's put it to good use, get the get the schools up to date. I'm all about good education and a good place for our kids to be. So that's pretty much locally. We do have the uh, Woodlands Ice Skating Rink is open. And that's a lot of fun. It's, uh, they moved. It used to be in a tent near the mall, but now it's uh, actually attached to the the pavilion, the Wilderness Pavilion. So do go there. It's a lot of fun. Is it a full rink? Yeah. Like a full-size rink, mm-hmm. like a hockey rink? I, I think I don't think you can play full hockey on it. I'm not sure, though, because the last time I was there, it was in the tent, and it was a little smaller. But it's a lot of fun. So, sure. yeah, so do that. Malls will be open extended hours. I haven't been to the mall, so I don't know. If you've been to the mall, people, let us know. Is, is it crammed or people staying at home or is everyone Amazon priming it? Uh, let me know because i got to pick up a couple of items. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Well, I don't know about Amazon Prime on Christmas Eve because didn't Trump say something about closing down uh Well, a uh, person Trump is talking about, about, well, Amazon's not a federal thing. Well, they the United you, States Postal Service works They on. use UPS. They, they totally use United States Postal Service. Yeah, they do, but I think they use whoever will get them. And no, and U.S. Postal Service will. Uh, I think they still still deliver on Christmas Eve. <coughs> now, what Trump is offering to do is sign an executive order to make Christmas Eve this year a federal holiday because usually it's just Christmas Day, and New Year's Day, and a lot of businesses will treat either the day before or the day after, depending on what a Thursday or Friday is. Uh, but since Christmas is here this this week, and this has been done before, uh, Obama did it, Bush did it, um, you know, signing executive orders saying this is your so official. So they, they do that every year? No. I think uh, 11, 2011 was the last time. Why? Because it depends on when it falls. If it falls on a weekend, let's say Christmas Eve, uh, Christmas Day is on a, a Saturday or Sunday. Or, yeah, Saturday, or, or even if it's on a Friday or, a mon- or Monday, then you'll I'll just automatically make the day next to it so you can increase the weekend. This is something to where you're in the middle of the week, so you don't want to have people coming in. Well, you're in Monday and Tuesday, out Wednesday, and then back Thursday and Friday, so it's just signing an executive order okay. to say we're making it official. You don't have to come in today. Um, or if you do, you get paid overtime. Okay. So that's some local stuff here. Uh, speaking of Trump, this is something else he did. And this oh, is, great. Well, no, this is a topic where, I mean, it's huge, but maybe we'll get a conversation going throughout the holidays. 
So President Trump has opted to remove all 2,000 troops from Syria that have been there since uh, 2015 okay. when, when President Obama sent them in. And uh, now I remember being one of the people who groused hard when President Obama removed, said he was removing all troops from Iraq in 2011. And I thought that was a bad idea. And one thing I, I don't like is being a hypocrite or I don't like duplicity. So I'm looking at this. Trump saying we need to leave Syria because ISIS is gone. There's no reason to be there. We don't need to be the world's police. I'm not a fan of that personally. I think you just kind of pull out. of. It's like you have cops in a bad neighborhood and, and get stuff straightened out, and then they suddenly leave. Gangs come right back. I think it's, just, it's disingenuous to think that everything's going to be sunshiny and roses without some kind of, when I say nation building, I mean the good way, you know, some kind of infrastructure help to, to help a tra transition. So, I think we should just bring back colonization. Imperialist America? Yeah, we just take over it. Just send some people over there. Turn into Kinda one like, great big glass parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. just say, hey, we want opportunities for, for, for great life. Go over to Syria. Well, we now are, own it. Well, now what are your colony. thoughts? I mean, anyone want to chime in on that? What are their thoughts? I'm not a fan personally of just yanking out from anything, and I don't care if you think the bad guys are gone. Well, if you're going to commit, commit and just take over. But this is the, the, the one funny thing I get from it is that <laughs> we have a president who's actually now pulling us out of the Middle East. You know, saying, oh, we're only going to war because of that. Okay, fine, I'm leaving. Well, he sucks for pulling people out. You know, I'm not, a, I wasn't a fan before, so I'm not well, a fan I, now. I, I mean, I don't know anything about this kind of stuff. And honestly, I think there's always a consequence when whatever decision you make. And the way I always judge it is what, what has more losses of life. And to me, you know, uh, I always feel like you should always focus on your community first. And when your community is to that point of, you know, everyone's happy, then you start trying to... Well, if you're talking people. about the homegrown community, here's the thing about Syria. It's, well, it's I a imagine, I imagine there's a lot of interested groups in Syria, like other countries. There are people waiting for so, the troops to leave. Now, here's the thing. When I well, say saying, only, like, there are only 2,000 troops. Now, that's a significant, you know, we're, but we're not talking 50,000. Those are lives, and I'm not downplaying that at all, but it's, it's only 2,000, and it's maintaining a peace, and there's a reason ISIS was decimated, but they're not gone all the way, I don't believe. Well, they'll never be gone all the way. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So you just don't suddenly pull out and hope for the best, especially with the, well, you know, it's not our job to be the world's police. Actually, as a superpower, yes, it is. We're the only superpower left well, that why, is. Well, why do they just make an agreement with some other superpower? Like, hey, you take... China, you communist take, China? You, you take the rank. Communist China that lets North you, Korea pull you, their mess? You either commit or you don't. Or Russia. So, that, so we're not committing, so we, we take it all in. You go all in or not? I think we should go all in on this. Yeah, and just colonize it. It's our job. <laughs> okay, there we go. Well, I mean, if you're going to do it, might as well, if you want to run it, just run the show, dude. It like, is, and here's the thing. We're reviled for doing, I think, the right thing internationally. No well, country's given I, more financial aid. Like, the real aid. debate is you ask the folks from India, like, did you benefit from the colonization of Great Britain? And I bet you, I think at the underlining, the underlining of it, they did for educational reasons, like, they because they brought education systems there. And when colonization is done right, you know, like now when Curry's Rome really good in the UK. When the Roman Empire conquered a country, they would integrate. They would take the existing culture and integrate. It's like the Borg. They would integrate that into and add it to the Their, Roman yeah. cultures instead of saying, "No, now you're going to do it our way." And that was that was brilliant. Yeah, you know, as far as, far as ancient empires it go, really, it worked great wonders for, Ju for, for Jesus. <laughs> Never forget, right? Never. <laughs>
I'm, I'm surprised that's not Manger the slogan for 180. That's never not, forget. That's not the slogan for Easter, <laughs> but it is. It is no, it's good. No, I, that's one thing I don't really understand. It's like I know there's a lot of geopolitics involved with Syria, and there's there's a lot of like really bad outcomes that could potentially happen. But I don't see I don't see why it'd be a problem if we're gonna do something, do something more than just have a station there and be the police. Like sometimes bring, all you need bring, is the station. Yeah, but that ha, where in the history of we just put a station there is it really done something in the long run well well if you call on a station an embassy many times yeah but that's or just also, a, a base uh, the guantanamo we bay before it became gitmo what, what would your kept, goal be in syria to stabilize the country are we talking like a full-fledged to keep it from destabilizing to give it a chance to stabilize itself okay so without we don't any, want to put a so, government there well, i don't so our money and our lives are on the line there but we're not having any direct influence of how it's they're going to build themselves to me it's called doing the right thing so is it kind of like having a prison and we put guards and the prisoners are Syria and then they kind of figure it out themselves? Like Australia? Yeah. No, look at Australia talking? now. They're, they did okay. Yeah, but they didn't have guards. Well, true. Yeah. Okay, you got me there. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't really – like, if we're going to commit to it – like, We'll put it on a smaller scale. Let's say it's a bad neighborhood. Like, go on GoFundMe and we'll go fund Syria – you know? <laughs> there you go. Forget the wall. Like, Forget the border hey, wall. Hey, if you want a brick go in Syria, Syria, you know, donate ten dollars to the GoFundMe, and that can go to building, rebuilding, and education and go. things like that. But it is. I mean, if you just bring the scale down, let's say you have a bad neighborhood in you know, Detroit. Let's say you bring the cops in, you clean it up, you get the gangs off the streets. You know, you do good. You just don't suddenly, okay, we're doing great, and yank the cops out without leaving a police station there or a community a hotline or something, because then the bad guys are just going to come right back in. And, and take over. Well, you're saying that they don't have their own force there? There's zero other authority there? There's zero authority there. There are, but they're highly corrupted. It's like saying, well, don't the Colombians have their own police force? Doesn't Mexico have a have a police force? Why can't they stop the drug trade? Because it's corrupt. That's what I'm saying. They, it's a, it's a tightrope. You don't want to replace the government, you, but you want it to be able to get stable. You want to give Syria a fighting chance. Yeah. That's, that's why you just come in. You take over. There you go. And say, Syria, you're going to be American for a bit. That's why we have territories. Isn't that what we did to their ter territories? We just kind of took over? I'm like, yeah, now you're us. Yeah, but our territories are Guam and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Still, they're nice. Hawaii. We like good places for our... Well, that's what I'm asking. Like, when did it... Was Syria it, is not why a Why was it okay to do it's that? Not a, it's not like a vacation Puerto Rico. Spot. We took over Puerto Rico, didn't we? Mm -hmm. So well, why, a territory. Why, did, why, why is that okay? Because it was more connected to us and it was closer to Cuba. Okay. And we want so it's we politically motivated, not well, not just because yes. we want we have the goodness in our yeah. hearts to spread the American. You can't the both. You can be an opportunist and an altruist at the same time. I mean, I think I think we just start colonizing. We just take it over. Wouldn't have this problem. Works for me. And you have the great posters. But speaking of adventure like, awaits chicken. in Syria <laughs> in the desert. Uncle Sam wants you to eat sand. But uh, speaking of, like, chicken little uh, headlines, uh, I've dropped down a couple, and Dick, I'm sure you can come up with some more. As we approach the end of the year, the headlines that throughout the year Dick and I reported on, that it seemed that every week there was some we're all going to die headlines, the world is ending headline, yeah. that nothing happened as a result. So I'll start it off with net neutrality. Well, you know, I will say is looking back at 2018, uh -huh. I thought it was going to be more exciting. Like it had, it had the players. It had the. It had we had the media wanted it had to be a lot field, more exciting. It was, but the game just wasn't that exciting. Mm -hmm. It 
Yeah, exactly. So net neutrality, Dick, your thoughts on that? We're supposed to be paying 50 times what we were paying before now because of evil net neutrality. Well, I think net was. neutrality is more about like what Facebook's doing right now. I think that's what But no, remember, look at the headlines. I should call up the headlines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Oh, this is it. This is an Armageddon. Remember, I mean, this I is where Nancy Pelosi was live. saying Armageddon. This is Armageddon. I think it depends on where you live. No, no one. I so. can't think of anyone. Well, some people only have one provider, so, so that sucks for them, man. So? But that was before. Yeah. Nothing changed, people. So there was that. Uh, when I say the Me Too, I'm talking about the, the the fringe of it, the Roy Moores, the Chris Hardwicks of the world. Why, you didn't see that. Uh, what's his name? The Harvey Weinstein's going next level. They didn't deny, They denied his requests of, for dismissal. So whatever, cool. whatever court cases he's going through, they're going through it. Cool. And that's what I'm saying. That you know, you I'm not belittling the Me Too Send movement. Send him to Syria. By, <laughs> there you go. I'm not belittling the Me Too movement in any way, shape, or form, but like Roy Moore, you know, th those are Kavanaugh, those who... No, I, hey, until I, found election article, day, I found an article about him. He's but, still he's suing one of them. Moore? Yeah, he's, yeah there, he's in the middle of it. But so. if you notice, all news dropped. Remember, this is leading up to Election Day. This was dominating the headlines. Then Election Day happens, he loses. Not a peep. Very disappointed. Kavanaugh. I thought, I, thought I, want, I wanted more meat today, guys. 2018. Chris Hardwick, you know, he's, he's we'll uh, call it the tofu, hosting tofu Talking year. Dead. Wasn't real meat. Mm -hmm. North Korea. We were supposed to be under a nuclear cloud under North Korea right now with Trump's mismanagement of North Korea. That was another one. Because remember also in the uh, uh, during the Olympics, the only thing that was going to save North Korea from President Trump was their minister of propaganda, the, his uh, Kim Jong-un's sister. That everyone was just fawning over her. You focus way too much on those publications, man. No, this was, uh, publications. This was the top of CNN news. I mean, CNN isn't and on. MSNBC. Like, do you really pay attention to that stuff? Well, you must. I don't. I if don't, I say I pay attention only to Fox News, then I'm a right leaning. I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. No, I like. I mean, I do like reading people's comments. <clears throat> like everything in the news has become so the extreme sad. That's Jay, and I'm still Jay's trying. To, I like it, Jay, and I'm still trying to figure out if. Trump is a Russian puppet, because if he is, he's the worst puppet known to mankind because he keeps going up against Putin and pissing Putin off. Who cares what he does? Well, that's what I'm saying. So is he a puppet or is he not? Did he collude with Russia to get the election or did he... We won't find out. As is in the book, I've learned, we won't find freak out, out when he, he got the nomination. Basically, when he dies, it comes out that he sponsors some child in, in the Philippines. And Were there any other big headlines that just, you know, it was like, oh, my God, this is the end of uh, Armageddon and... Kevin Spacey. Yeah, well, he, he, he kind of disappeared. Yeah, well, that was, they swept him under the rug. So he must have done something real bad. But outside that, I would say 2018. I, like I get it, it wasn't. You, know, you thought it'd be really exciting, but it wasn't. And then, uh, well, I myself am looking. The caravan uh, thing 19. was kind of exciting a little bit. Uh, caravan, mean, that's we got one. some tear gas out of that. Mm -hmm. But then France decided to one up it, and then, you <laughs> know we're gonna start burning stuff. So that was that's a whole nother thing. I think uh, if anything, I hope what we've learned from 2008 is the the world is a very big place, and it's still very big. And when we learn and understand our neighbors, we're kind of we can kind of work off them to become a better community. So we should so, stay in Syria so we can help them and learn from them, and they can learn from us and become a better community. Yeah, like, ah, like, see what I did if there. We're gonna put police there. Might as well put workers there too to build yep. to do it. Just you know, you know, of course, CIA will be the first ones on the door. Oh yeah. And then we just take over. They don't know it. The first flag that goes up is American. Who cares? It's all, I mean, like, we put. We still have our flag on the moon. People don't care about that. Do we? The movie said we didn't. So everyone seems okay for the first flag of the moon. No one's freaking out about it. 
Or they probably did for a little bit. I, I imagine there's some Russian scientists like those bastards. <laughs> get their flag there first. We got to go out there and put our flag up there, too. Yeah. I'm surprised the United Nations isn't going like, hey, we're better than everybody. We need to go up there and take the flag down. Hey, United Nations, pay for your own rocket ship. and Wouldn't that be out. hilarious if Elon Musk does that? Because it's not like we visit the moon all the time. <laughs> so it's like, hey, how long is it going to take you to get here? Start taking it out and put a like, you know, face of him smoking the doobie or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> He'd be the first one to spark a doobie on the surface of the moon. That's Elon Musk. Can you even do? You can't even do that. Well, you'd be There's in a, not any oxygen up there. God, you'd be in your spaceship. I mean, oh, I'm not hot, saying hot box. I'm not hot, saying hot you roll down suit. the. <laughs> I'm not saying you roll down the window. <laughs> oh man, but uh, no, I think 2019 has potential. Hopefully, that would be what delivers where I wanted from 2018. I think uh, here is a station and everything locally. I loved it. I, I love Conroe. Uh, I'm finally getting married, and I'm finally establishing myself here for 2019 because now I feel like my family's starting, and this is where I want to have my family for a bit. That's good. So, uh, Yeah, for me, for 2018, kind of summarized a couple of gut punches. Yeah, I know. Obviously, uh, I remember the— but You know I love you. Oh, man, I love you right back, too, and looking forward to 2019. Uh, it's uh, when I was talking to Mrs. Skippy not too long ago where I said, you know, humans get maybe half a dozen— perfect days in their life yeah. you know where just everything just falls into place and i realized after this year i had my last one last year i won't have any more per- because i'll be thinking you know i'm missing this person i'm missing yeah. that person whatever that being said you know the what doesn't kill us makes a stronger thing and to survive you know deaths of close family members and nine months of hotel living while your house is recovering from the second flood in two years it, you know that I slash we, the indomitable Mrs. Skippy as well. She's not listening. I, I'm pretty confident, so I, I know that know that I'm not just sucking up to her. Uh, made us, 2018, made us face and overcome things that we just never thought we would. So looking forward to 2019. Uh, yeah. A little more somber, I think, but let's see what we can make the best out of it. We got big things coming, dude. Yeah, let us know, people, what you, what you want your 2019 to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's sign out. Dick, I love you, man. Love you, too. Love you more. Love you, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Morning's Lone Star. Again, make sure to follow us on Facebook and check out our events when we're going to have our next show. We do have to cancel tomorrow, unfortunately, so we'll let Terrence know. I'm so sorry, Terrence. But uh, so really, right now, as it stands, our next show is going to be on the 7th of January. Uh, yeah, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, other programming on Lone Star will happen don't worry i'm not like the only person that's here <laughs> so other programming will happen but uh yeah happy new year merry christmas happy holidays all that kind of stuff whatever's appropriate to say or inappropriate uh deal with it and uh outside that be safe and be nice to one another all that good stuff you're listening to Maureen's lone star irlonestar.com we'll see you guys later Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer You'll go down in history